Hey everyone, Dustin Bay is here, and welcome to the Blue Ridge Adventurers Guild. I know I don't normally talk to you guys at the beginning of the episode, but today is a special triple header where we're going to have a couple pauses and breaks, and I just wanted to talk to you now, and that way, and then talk to you at the end of the show, and that way we can just get right on through and you can listen. Uh, this is going to be the last episode that we put out for 2020, so if you just freaked out, you're like, oh my god, the show's ending? Don't worry, Just we're just taking a little holiday break, and then we're going to be coming back bright and early. 2021 january 4th with episode 10 so if you haven't already please follow us on your podcasting platform and then once you do that if you want to get us a nice shiny present for the holiday season rate and review the podcast it helps us more than you think i know what you're thinking oh another review another survey it really does help us so if you want to do something nice for us this holiday season please just rate and review the podcast and we'd be so 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 grateful and speaking of being grateful i just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this right now whether it's the first 30 seconds that you've listened to it or you've listened to all eight episodes that we've put out so far. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't, I can't say it enough. This has been so much fun to make this show, to, to play D and D and make jokes with some of my closest friends, Maddie Fuller, Nate Willett, Dr. Andy Rourke. These people mean so much to me. And the fact that we get to share our laughs with you guys and it makes you guys laugh. It makes the experience all that much more worth it on the back end for us. So thank you for listening to this show. And without further ado, Here's episode nine, triple header. Our story today opens deep in the Underdark, where our group of anti-heroes, affectionately known as the Horde, are traveling with their new friend and guide, Linda Miller. They have walked for what must be days, but there's no tracking time down here. It is pitch black, completely black. The only light is from Amari's shield, and every now and then you see Linda Miller up ahead as she kind of leads on and on and on. You guys started off, you uh, left from the temple down into the depths and the darkness. The scratching and clawing of the digger bugs has uh, faded into the background and you have just walked and you have walked and walked and you have walked uh, in tight spaces. You walked in enormous caverns that just extend beyond uh, beyond anything that you can see, even with dark vision. I mean, you walk along ledges over just blackness that doesn't end. You have gone to a place, there was one time when you actually followed Linda Miller into a stream bed that was probably about two feet tall and two feet wide, and you had to crane your neck to keep your head out of the water. And that was probably four to five hours of crawling through this two foot by two foot box with water at your mouth, uh, just following Linda Miller, because this is a complete labyrinth. <sighs> Are we almost there, Linda? Table Rock is a mountain in the east rim of Linville Gorge. Table Part Rock is a mountain on the rim of the east, the Linville Gorge. That's what I thought. 
It's a distinctive rock formation. It's a distinctive Prominent rock peak formation. In the area. Prominent peak in the area. I think I might go mad down here. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know which one's making me more crazy. Her or him? Uh, it's Please. definitely him. Walks like this were common when I was a child. Also, he's old now and smells like cabbage. Yeah, he's, uh... It's, uh, the smells... It's it's interesting, for sure. I, uh... When I was your age, I used to have no problem traveling. You, you were and our age still, literally like an hour ago. <laughs> I... I just hope we get there soon. I'm, I'm getting short on rations. I've been nibbling on my rope for a, about a, I don't know, a few hours now. And honestly, it tastes pretty good, if I'm being honest. You can have some of my rations. I've searched, but I've not found rats. Thank God. You you, you can have some of my rations because I, I, I don't need sustenance as often as you do. Because I'm I'm an elf. I didn't know if you knew that, but that's true. No, I. You mention it quite a bit. Yeah, I give it. Get hand it over. I'll take it. She's I gonna go. hand him like a couple. <laughs> oh my, oh. <laughs> so what are you? What are you guys doing as you're uh, as you're trudging through this pitch blackness? And I can't overstate how dark it is. I mean, this is there is no natural light. Just just none. Uh, the only light is from Amari shield. And if you guys light a torch or a flame of some sort. As such, since Amari is the main source of light, she's probably going to focus on that being her role and Mm -hmm. not letting anybody slip or fall. But if they did, she probably wouldn't care. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Sphere likes to count his steps. Um, just to like count how many steps until like Linda takes a turn. Probably been trying to memorize like, all right, we went left, right, left, left, right, left, up, down, A, B, select, start. Um, and then of course after a couple hours he forgets and then like starts all over again just to try to keep his mind occupied. Yeah. And listen for anything that's not facts about the Blue Ridge Mountains. Like if yeah. Like, and yeah, and they're in. And they're inside the your darkness. Head. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Scarf is definitely bringing up the rear with a torch in one hand and his long sword in the other. Uh, and anytime he sees like vines or any like thing that could set him off, he takes practice swings at it with his sword and announces how he's defeated that foe. Very, I protect you, Hunchman. Very, I will very, very nice. I I love it. What I what I need is you guys have um, <laughs> what I need is you guys uh, roll along with Linda and the facts about the Blue Ridge Mountains and Table Rock continue to appear in your mind. I need everybody to go ahead and make me a Constitution saving throw. You said uh, a Constitution. Constitution save. Saving okay. throw. Uh, Sphere got an eleven. 17. It's a good okay. thing I get a bonus 3 because I rolled a 2. What's up? Oh. I got a 5. Alright, so uh, Scarf, I need you to go ahead and roll me uh, your D100s, please. Oh. oh. Please get older. <laughs> Watch I get younger than I started. 
You just like turn into like a toddler, and we have to like carry. Table rock is a rock formation. Forty six. Um, <laughs> you're I. Uh, so an unfortunate side effect of Linda Miller's continuous facts in your head is that you have acquired a temporary madness where you uh, you babble and are pretty much <laughs> incapable of normal speech. Oh, All right, so, so you know. nothing's changed much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just so you know, uh, you're babbling at this point because of Linda Miller's continuous uh, rattlings around and repetitions in your head. <laughs> Table Rock is highest peak in the Linville Gorge. Table Off. Rock. Table Rock. John Fraser. Table oh. Rock. Amari, over the over the times when you're traveling, you have some time to visit with the mace that you found back in the temple. And remember, this is uh, a a short mace. It has a, a metal uh, top. It has actually got an hourglass. It is the head of the mace, and it has red sand, which actually sort of a, a thick glass uh, hourglass built into it. And you've been able to play with that over the last couple of days whenever you guys take a break you kind of get it out and and kick it around and play with it and you found that if you wave it in a certain way and you concentrate on scarf or severe or linda miller you can make different things happen you found that if you wave it in one way you can make someone who is willing to do it you can make them super fast you can make them speed not like not like a dash or anything like that but just quickness and you're pretty sure that if there was ever a fight and you wanted to you could make it so that that person could attack twice instead of once and so that's uh that's actually it's a it's an action spell but it is uh you can do it by sort of waving around the mace and 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 relatedly Conversely, you can also wave it a slightly different way and slow a target down. You can decide that you want to uh, you want to slow them, and you're fairly certain that you can wave this uh, in a certain way, concentrating a certain individual. And, and if they don't shake you off, then then they are going to be uh, slowed down dramatically. One of the other things that you have figured out you can do in kicking around with severe and uh, playing around with tossing rocks, you figured out that you can wave the mace as he throws a rock or, or fires an arrow, and the arrow or rock will just sit in the air until you're ready to let it go. That's called time's arrow. Mm -hmm. And the last one that you figured out is that <laughs> you've done this with a scarf. When, uh, when there's work to be done, there's times when uh, the, the cave has caved in a bit, and you have to clear some rubble, rubble out of the way, you can actually put your hand on scarf and uh, move your mace around in a certain way. And he does four hours worth of work in one hour when you put your hand on his shoulder. He just Good job, moves, buddy. He, uh, he just moves with an incredible rock. speed. And that's a little spell. It's called Sophia's Industrious Worker. Ah. And so the things that you've learned that you can do are you can cast Action, you can cast Delay, you can cast Sophia's Industrious Worker, 
and you can cast Time's Arrow, but you can only do about you can only do this about three times a day. So you can do one of those things three times in a day before you're just kind of tapped out and you just can't muster the energy anymore. I wonder. Feels kind of. Oh no, you go. Uh, uh, I was really just talking to myself, but I don't mind uh, sharing with everyone, but I wish there was something that my new mace would do that would make him shut up. John Fraser's niece of Woodville Gorge. Yeah, I don't think Linda Miller. I can't think inside my head. Do you have like a gag or something and then he can talk all he wants, it's just muffled. Table Rock is also known for its flora. Botanist Andre Mache and John Fraser found various plants in the John Fraser. In the nineteenth century. Andre Mache. I don't know my mom, but I miss her. Um Okay, we gotta find the end of this place. But no, do you Evil. seriously have a gag or something that we can put? Her voice is very rope. calming, but his is just grating my nerves. I got some rope I've been snacking on. I think there's like two or three feet left. Are you still snacking on it, even though I gave you my food? It's uh, at this point, it's more of a nervous tick. Right. <laughs> Does um uh, who? Who took books and journals from the library? Me. Me. Oh, yes. But mine were like the equivalent of bathroom graffiti. Yeah, yeah, you grabbed it. That's right, yeah, you grabbed <laughs> Which you is pretty educated like, for Scar. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So, I um, find philosophy in that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, it, is there enough? If I stay next to Amari's shield, uh, yeah. is it possible to, like, get some reading in in the downtime? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You're able to kind of pour through through the books that you found. Yeah, and, I have uh, Malifar Gleamsword Red Wizard of Fae. Yes, Malifar Gleamsword Red Wizard of Fae is, uh, is a very nice book. And I think we know that it's very rare and probably very valuable. So what what you read in Malathar's, um, Malathar Red, Red Wizard of Fae is that Malthar was a wizard, a red wizard, who are a group of notoriously evil uh, wizards. And he actually, this is a biography of him climbing to power, and he gets really infatuated with uh, interdimensional travel and moving between planes of existence. And one day he just does not come back. And so it's kind of one of those... Um, uh, Amelia Earhart type mysteries where this guy was crazy powerful and one day he just stepped away and he was never seen again and there's a, there's a lot of mystery about where he is, what did he do, uh, why is he important, you know, or, or, or what, what could have happened to someone so powerful and that's what, uh, that's what the biogra- biography is there go ahead and roll me um, just roll me a straight up intelligence check how intelligent am I? Not that intelligent. Yeah, <laughs> dump intelligence. We're gonna do more of this. Sixteen. Oh, that's pretty good. So, oh. uh, so you're you you read through Malathar, uh Gleam Sword, Red Wizard of Thay, and you come away with that like, oh, this guy's super powerful, disappeared. Uh, you also look through the journals, and as you look through the journals, what you kind of put together uh, from a couple different journals is that the uh, the people who were in the temple 
were part of a group called the Seekers, or they called themselves the Seekers. This temple was a cell of a much larger group. It's a sect of the Seekers, and they specifically called themselves the Time Seekers. Their emblems that you saw all around the temple, you saw the the hourglass and the oval. Uh, what you come to realize is that the oval is a fairly standard symbol for the seekers. The hourglass was specific to this group. And there's other groups that don't have um, this type of um, this type of symbol. They'll have the hourglass or they'll they'll have the oval mixed with other things. But this one, uh, this was uh, their specific group. They were the time seekers. You realize that they serve uh, a god called Amberzul and they can't find their god like that seems to be the big point of all of this is there's a group called the seekers they worship a god called Umbrazul, and they cannot find him and so they are searching for their lost god that's what you uh come away with from uh from most of the journals you uh you open up another one and uh, it's a new acolyte who had come into the temple and he was essentially probably doing homework. And so he was writing an essay about things that are in the temple. You uh, you learn about the Hall of Heroes, which is where you saw the statues as you kind of went down. You uh, learn about the Temple of Amberzul. You realize that the yellow eyes uh, in the foyer were sort of a symbol of Amberzul that's pretty uniform across the Seekers. The tiefling statue that was holding the mace that Amari took, uh, the tiefling's name was Thraga. Thraga was an explorer. She was one of the original seekers, and she was known as, as an explorer of planes. She was able to uh, somehow move between planes and dimensions searching, and she was one of the first ones to sort of uh, establish this this religious group, this cult, this idea that they might be able to find their lost god. And so that's what she was known for. The mace is called a is called the Chrono Mace of Thraga, and it was the weapon that she used in order to survive her many travels. You also see one of the rooms that you saw in the temple where uh, there's a big oval, uh, stone oval in the ground and you're able to kind of piece together there's a way to turn that oval into a door and that's what they what they would uh that's what they would do in this temple is they had a way of making that oval into a doorway and and the, the most confusing part is they would make the oval into a doorway was uh one thing that you realize but their sect was known as a place where the thought leaders and the strategic leaders of the seekers would come to do extended study but they generally only stayed half a day. Mm. Hmm. Andy, my my last book that I have, and yeah. I, I feel like it's the one that honestly Sphere was probably most interested in, was how to make friends in fireballs. Yes, there is a uh, there's uh, you you very much like uh, how to make friends and incinerate people was the title. There's also transmutation for dummies which uh, you, you liked a lot. The portal physics was the one that really talked about the, the doorways. The, both of those two books uh, make you think this magic thing might be possible and sort of put an idea into you that you yourself as a ranger may be able to pull off this whole magic thing. And that is an idea that sticks with you 
and you continue to kind of massage as you go along. Are you learning something? You, your, your head seems stressed. I mean, it's hard not to be with those two, but uh, yeah, the, there's just a lot of interest in there's a lot of interest in stuff in here. Um, and then I'm just gonna relay everything for the yeah. sake of saving time. I'll relay everything you told me. I think uh, it seems like they might have used that thing to get in like lots of research time. While yeah. they're at the, uh, while they're at the temple. Hey, Scarf, roll, Scarf, roll me an intelligence check. Of course. Three. Do, 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 but that's pretty close. <laughs> I rolled a five. Yeah. <laughs> On brand. Intelligence, you say? Yeah, yeah. The one I have minus one in. <laughs> <laughs> you got a five? I'm fresh. I got a four. A four, okay, but anyway, you, uh, you're pretty much wrapped up in Fifty Shades of Greyhawk. You're, yeah, you don't let, you don't let Amari or Sphere see that you're reading it, but that's what you're reading. The other thing that you do read, uh, because it's pretty exciting, there is a journal that uh, lays out the end of the group. Someone actually journaled after the tunnels collapsed, and they were unable to dig their way out. And so you do have a documentation of the final days of the group that you found trapped inside the temple. Drums. I don't think I've taken a look at that book. <laughs> They're coming. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> They're coming. If they don't say that, then... They, no, right. No, no. They, they mostly say it's getting harder to breathe. Uh, and then, yeah. Oh, really man. <laughs> I... I feel I need to get a pair of denim pants and call them my dom jeans, in which I swear to dominate my foes. Did you say something that wasn't facts about the Blue Ridge Mountains? What is a gene? <sighs> it appears... I, I once I read a book, a book of Dable Rock John Frazier, and <laughs> this book is, is in the book, the bug man, uh, the book had a man who he was able to dominate wearing denim pants. And that what's denim? Denim is a material that helps you dominate your foes. Was it like like heavy armor or something? Uh, he would take his foes into a special room in his castle, in which he would dominate them. Like torture them. They wore leather Ooh. armor over their face, and lots of whips and scourges were used. Uh. Well, Spear's gonna lean into Amar and be like, "This guy's uh." This guy's Not starting to scare me more than he normally does. His blissful ignorance is actually quite astonishing. Astonishing. I, I have to be honest. You'd think with his advanced age, he would have uh, wised up a little bit. No. I think he went past that part and went straight into um, senility. Yeah. Yeah. Linda, Linda are, we, are we there yet? You uh you haven't seen Linda in a little while, and you keep Linda. walking. And uh, roll, trust a man who can dance. Roll me, yeah, everybody, roll me, uh, roll me perception checks. Uh, Nate, you you have a perception check with disadvantage. Linda. Oh, okay. Well, seventeen for Spia. I got a fifteen for Amari. I got a six. Okay. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I love how terribly Scarf rolls on everything. Yeah. I love Sometimes how I wonder if there's something wrong with me. 
Perhaps I've spent too long in the company of my literal romantic heroes, and consequently my ideals are expectations far too high. In the east of the Linville Gorge, Table Rock is in the east <laughs> in the Miller. Somehow, somehow, Sphere, you're able to, to shake off uh, scarfs and mumblings, and you hear, you hear, like that. And that's what you hear up ahead. It's in the darkness. Guys, guys, stop real quick. Hold on. Uh-huh. Hey. Uh, I, I hear I something, it. and it doesn't sound like Linda. What? Yeah, okay, what? but before that, I, I have a joke. Uh, okay. So you know how you told me the name of the mace that I found? The chrono mace of whatever the hell her name was. Yeah. Well, now it's the chrono mace of Amari, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I, I just really, um, that one got me. It tickled <laughs> me. I had to share. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you feel better. <laughs> yes, uh, I do. But, uh, can you, can you hear that? It doesn't, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> Hello, Linda. It's like when you shake a baby. I have got to start keeping better company. Linda, <laughs> shut, hold your shield. Hold your shield up. See if okay, we can okay, 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 okay. Wildfires swept through the area in November of 2013. At least 100 firefighters were involved. Oh, Linda, we, you scared us. We thought you, uh, we thought someone yeah. else was coming up. And, and as you come around the corner, she has her back to you, and she looks over her shoulder at you with big eyes. Just like uh, when you walk in and your dog is eating something they're not supposed to be eating, like they found something in the yard and you're like, "What is that?" And they go, <laughs> "That, that's the uh, that's the eyes that you get from Linda Miller." <laughs> the same eyes. Uh, 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 what have you got there, Linda Miller? Linda, what are you and doing? She starts to slink away and she's dragging something large with her. What, Linda? Drop it! Drop it, Linda! No, it's all right. Just, just don't eat it too fast. It's, it's mine. <laughs> you, it's mine. You upset your stomach. No, I don't want any. I don't. I don't. I don't I starve because I'm an elf. Here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Linda. Linda. Sophia, I will give you more of my rations. Leave her alone. She herself. Linda, Linda is willing to trade you rations for the present that she has there's a very fine line between pleasure and pain All right, linda i will give you some of mine if you will give severe whatever you have i do not want it but i'm willing to make that trade for him yeah, because me, he's being such a good companion so far linda miller looks at your rations roll me a persuasion check and see if you can convince her to give you her treat i got an 18 Oh, Linda, Linda decides she, at first she looks like she's going to run away and then she latches her vision onto your rations. So it's like, you know, when you go to like um, civil war places around South Carolina and they give you hard tack and they're like, this is what all of the, um, the soldiers used to eat. And you're like, oh, it looks like a saltine cracker. That's fine. And then you eat it and it's awful. But it's elven, so it's good. 
It's good. So she uh she drops the the sack that she has in her hands and grabs the saltine and disappears back into the darkness. Uh, and grab the sack. You grab the sack. It's not a sack. It is a floppy, fleshy bullywug. His uh, you find a spear laying on the ground nearby and a shield, and in the darkness you hear a. <laughs> Job, Linda Miller, you have adapted to your surroundings. I cannot believe you snuck up on that bullywog. I'm very proud of you, Linda Miller. She eats uh, the saltine and then she tries to take the bullywog from Spear. Hey, hey! She's pulling on his leg. No! I'm pulling pulling on his arm. Those rations will fill your stomach for quite some time. So you you should not be greedy. You should share with Spear. I like lean into Linda Miller. I'm like, she's full of shit. They're terrible and they don't last long at all. Scarfling's, I'll split it with you. Scarf leans in as well and says, you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find your prince. <laughs> and that's where we're going to lead Scarf and Sphere and Amari for today. <laughs> Perfect. We we zoom up from uh, from the horde trying to get the bullywug corpse away from Linda Miller, and we zoom back down into another part of the underground. Uh, we are back in the under parkway with uh, Bert and Jay and Roy and the Ricks, Rick. Ulrich and Pimrick, who have been guiding our party for a few days now. The under parkway has uh, wound around and it has twists and turns and we've gone off of it and back onto it and crossed over it. There have been other roads that go in and go out and down passageways you've seen uh, flickering lights and what looks like the outskirts of underground cities. You've heard uh, squeals and (laughs) a knoll type uh, laughing off in the distance and Pimrick always wants to go and investigate and Ulrich really tries to rein him in because we have a thing we have to do, which is take these people out of the Underdark. And uh, you come to understand why this is called the Under Parkway. There are big sections that are uh, open and cavernous where uh, the, the road drops away on one side and you see enormous stalactites and stalagmites. And there is incredible fungal colonies and you see glowing purple and green uh just fungi and just stretching from the ceiling and there's molds that kind of glow and pulse and it really is this amazing beautiful underground roadway that just has these incredible views into the darkness with uh just just uh pulsing lights and 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 almost uh it almost looks magical in the way these natural underground uh fungi and uh and and these eyeless fish in the streams and it just it really is this incredible experience you never thought would exist you guys have not seen any other uh carts or uh, wagons since the ambush spot where you met pimrick and yulrick uh you guys have walked together and spent quite a bit of time with these two what are you guys uh talking about as you travel you know who else is a fun guy? Me. 
<laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. You're not wrong Shut about up. That, that one's got okay. a lot of ladies in the past. I'm just saying. <laughs> ladies fucking love mushrooms. I'm just saying. Uh, what What do the Ricks drink? Do they have... I'm, they seem like people who drink. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're, uh, Ulrich is much more into, uh, into the, some spirits. Mm-hmm. But Pimrick uh, just... Uh, he's up for whatever. And Ulrich is always a bit concerned because Pimrick weighs 60 pounds. <laughs> I think uh, Johnny's trying to keep up with drinking with Pimrick and just, like, having a good time with him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, little buddy, I like you. <laughs> oh, I like you guys. I am glad that we saved you. Have you seen my belt? And he yeah. uh, puts his hands on his big wrestling-style belt that's around his whole abdomen. No, I have not seen your belt. Please tell me about it for, like, the 80th time. Yeah. Ulrich goes, please don't encourage him. No, no, I want to hear about I want to hear the, the various uh, variants of the story he tells every time he tells it. It's There's something new every time. Uh, every time I remember a bit more. It's true. I killed a hill giant. In one-on-one combat. That's right. This is a belt of hill giant strength, which I got from a hill giant. I um, I had just left my tribe, and I was migrating south, and it was before I met Yorick and uh, went to his dwarven enclave. Uh, I was just traveling and roaming, and I saw him, and he saw me, and I said, you want a piece of this? And he said, which I took as yes. And then it was on. And I would dance one way. And he tried to smash me, but I was quick. And I went between his legs and I punched him right in the nards. And then <gasps> was on his back. And I was grabbing onto his back hair and I was pulling it out like this. And it was like there was like a wax job on his back. And he had the big hair spots that were missing from where I had just plucked him like a turkey. And then I got up to his head and I was punching him in the eyes and he was hitting me with a club, but he was also hitting himself. And then he tripped and he fell and I rode his head down and he landed right on a pointy rock right between the eyes and squished like a watermelon. Pow! Three points of note. Glad they call him nods here in this you know, whatever yeah. the hell we are. That's right. Glad they have watermelons here as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watermelons are delicious. Yeah. It's almost summertime. Like, oh, you know, what I can go for so good. What? I used to put Red Bull in my watermelon <laughs> slushies. And it was like, mix it with a little <laughs> bit of vodka. It was to die for. You have a problem, bro. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Yorick says that sounds supremely unhealthy. No, it's not yeah. that unhealthy. Yo, you don't even know. You've never even, like, heard a Red Bull. It's pretty much like the piss of a bull, but they, they marketed it. They don't use the piss. They used to. No, they I don't. I read it on Reddit one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, like Coca, it's like Coca-Cola. You know, used to have cocaine in it. Red Bull used to be made out of bull piss. That's yeah, not, that was no, the whole thing. That's like, a, it's like a myth. It's not real. Nah, it's real. I mean, it's like a lot of fairies that or elves or something. It doesn't exist. Oh, yeah, like, you're going to tell me dwarves and halfling and magic doesn't exist now, too? Okay, well, you have to go. Yeah, okay, well, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Bert, at this point, Bert is like, because we're still in our tuxedos. Yeah. So, (laughs) Bert is like, you're you're in tuxedos with, like, armor strapped on top. Yeah. So, (laughs) 
Hurt is like tied his jacket around his waist because he doesn't want to lose his packets. Uh, he has ripped the sleeves off of his dress shirt. So he I still has like, a collared shirt on. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> no sleeves with a dress shirt. Uh, and then, um, I mean, we're in dress shoes, but uh, I mean, I, maybe maybe we've been looking. I feel like I would have been trying to find some other shoes because uh, dress shoes are not comfortable to walk in. Um, so maybe we could have robbed some guys. But Bert's really up in Yolrick's kind of business because he's yeah. wanting to know more about Torm. Hey, uh, hey, Rick, uh, uh, yes. uh, with the beard, Rick with the beard. Yes. Uh, that Torm guy that you were talking about. Oh yeah. I, you said he was the the god of courage. Yeah, courage and self-sacrifice. People who give themselves to Torm have a. Uh, rich and magical life i've i've always thought of myself as like a tough guy and i've always wanted to stand up for yeah okay oh okay i can read you listen no no i no, no I, I, know, like I know no 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 i know i ever since we've come across your worlds i all i can do is run away i, I don't know i i guess i could use a little I could use a little courage and I, 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 I've never been religious, but, um, I don't know. Do you think Torm could, could help me find that courage? Definitely. Torm is not the God of people who have courage. It's the God of people who value courage. If totally you want to be more courageous and you mean it, no one, but the God of courage could help you anymore. I'll take all the help I can get. Like, what do, sure. what do I got to do? I got to, like, start saying some prayers? Do I got to, like, sign a document or something? Because I'm done being scared. No. He um, he, he, uh, he shows you some stuff. He sort of hands over uh, a symbol of Torm. He, um, he talks to you a bit about uh, sort of what what is important and kind of what Torm believes and what he represents and sort of walks you through... Uh, what Torm would value and uh, starts, he says, you know, let me, let me talk to the big guy and see what, what we can do. And can as, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, thanks Rick. Yeah. So, uh, Rick, Rick over the, over a couple of days, Rick, you see sort of Rick deep in prayer and everything. And he's sort of drawing you in and sort of showing you what he's doing and, uh, and how he's sort of able to, to, to mend, uh, to, to, to mend wounds and uh you know uh Pimrick get, keeps getting drunk uh with uh with Jay Lachey and falling down and and essentially you guys are just practicing sobering them up yeah you're 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 practicing your wound healing on at one point Pimrick is unconscious uh just drunk uh and Ulrich is, is clearly embarrassed but he does see an opportunity for you just to go and fly solo and so he uh yeah. So put your uh, you put your hands on a, a big swollen knot that's on Pimrick's head where he hit his head on a rock when he pa- when he passed out, and Yulrick says, "Go ahead, go ahead and pray, and just ask Torm to cure this wound." All right. Listen, I I grew up Catholic. I really only know how to pray one way. Uh, is there like a is there like a special way I'm supposed to do it? You're always so you know, quiet. Yeah. You know, it's it's not. Torm's uh, not real strict on like the, you know the the way that you. Why don't you? 
why don't you take what you do and kind of okay. weave, yeah, kind of weave him in there and then see if those, see if he hears it. I mean, really, we're going to find out real fast. So why don't you do it your way and okay. just speak to Torm as you and I have discussed him in the last few days. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I can yeah, be courageous, right? I just got to. Exactly. You can roll me a religion check or a medicine okay. check, whichever one you want. Oh, Bert's good at stuff now. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's better at medicine, so we'll do sure. medicine. Puts his hand on him, uh, and he goes, Dear Heavenly Tom, uh, thou art in, ah, wherever you are, uh, hallowed be thy name. Uh, healing come. Can you help this guy out, please? Listen, you're wicked awesome. You're really cool, and I could use your help. Please? And I rolled an eight. Oh, yeah. So his, uh, this swelling goes down. It, like, it changes from a sickly green color back to, like, normal halfling skin color. Uh, it doesn't hey. go all the way down. But, uh, but Yulrick is extremely encouraging. So you've been, you've been worshiping Torm for, like, a day. And, I mean, really, like, I don't want to knock other gods, but... Have you actually cured anyone after worshiping for a day? Any other religion? Uh, personally, no. I've heard so. No, I'm telling you, Torm is great. Really uh, good. And then I'm just gonna. Uh, you said you said Pimrick was passed out, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just gonna like give him a little slap in the face. Be like, hey, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, uh, buddy. Uh, can you hear me? Oh, 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 oh! Don't tell Yulrick I'm. Oh, hi, Yulrick. I pray. Hey. Hey, I healed you. I hit well, not all the way, but uh, I think I got some ibuprofen left for that headache that you're probably my gonna have. My head really hurts. I got some ibuprofen. some ibuprofen. You want some ibuprofen? You should I give don't... him some fucking ibuprofen. Blow his mind. I don't know what that, I don't know what that is. I'll definitely, I'll definitely take whatever you guys are giving out. This has been really good for me so far. It helped with the headache. Yeah, yeah. He should. I mean, he should. I should probably give him like half of one, right? Yeah, give him half. Yeah, what's like the a, normal what's a child servant? Yeah. Like fucking. Well, do you have any like children's like? No, I never. Well, I don't like, think so. I mean, you never know. Maybe he brought some for like all the single moms that were gonna come to the fucking uh, uh, wedding. You're not gonna so, give me children's medicine, are you? That's deeply offensive. <laughs> that is. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. And I just, I like, I like put the ibuprofen a, away and I pull out the uh, like children's aspirin. Motrin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the children's Motrin and just like, like uh, snap it in half and be like, yeah, this is an ibuprofen. All right. Well, good. As long as I'm getting what everybody else is getting. Yep. Oh, oh I wouldn't chew that. That's probably not going to yeah, taste. Yeah, it okay. tastes awful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my fault. You're supposed to swallow it with like some water or something. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, <laughs> so I should have just given him that BC headache powder. That tastes even worse. Come, come on, Let's Jay. Go. Let's go throw some spears. Yeah. All right. And hey. Pimrick and Pimrick and Jay have been throwing spears at anything they can find. Yeah, we have for uh, for days. Check just this, uh, check out this form. Yeah. You're using your high school javelin technique, and yeah. Pimrick is just barbarian style flinging spears. And, Susanna uh, B said I peaked in high school. Look at me now. No, you're. I mean, 
You, I know. You're coming a long way. Yeah. I Looking good, Jay Money. Hey, you too, Bert. Hey. Hey, since you're uh, you found God and all, does this mean we get to have a Sunday supper? It's not God. It's a different person. It's well, a God. Hey, he's a God. Yeah. He's, he's definitely he's not a, a God. dude. He's a God. But not God. God. No, he's he's a God. Oh, see where we're from. There's only one. Yeah. Well, that's uh, not. Real. I mean, there's okay. Well, there's a lot of them. It's uh, just but where we were raised, there's only fucking one, and he's Roman Catholic. Yeah. Does he uh, grant people magical powers, and do you heal people when you pray to him, and do you? Uh, I mean, just can, point you, can you turn just, just undead away? It just depends on what part of the you read. Just the one guy. Just the one guy. He raised what, the dead. Yeah. What kind of powers do his worshippers have? Uh, mostly like uh, taking up money. Uh, they're really good at taking up money. Uh, they do some. They're healing. really good at like evading taxes. Oh, you know? they're great at that. They're good. But yeah. like, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, we're talking about the bad. Well, there's good ones too. They help. You know, it's like uh, community based, and they help out in the community, and you know, like give food to the poor and like help clothe people like children and stuff that need clothes you know it's uh it, it's i'm sure there's lots of gods here and you guys ever do a, a spaghetti dinner fundraiser what? Gotta, what? you ever do a spaghetti dinner fundraiser for torm yeah just a general don't give yorick ideas you guys got spaghetti here right well i mean tell me you got spaghetti you gotta have spaghetti. You got lasagna? Yorick oh, and Pimrick are looking at each other like they're not sure how to feel about this at all. You gotta have lasagna. Don't worry, I've got my grandma's recipe for like homemade pasta and homemade oh, yeah. bolognese. We'll be fine. Yeah. We will oh, introduce them so, to fucking and, and her that. homemade marinara. I got that in my fucking noggin. And we will introduce them to good old Italian cooking. Just well, that to answer your question, uh, Jay Money. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have some Sunday stuff. Guys, I have terrible news. I just realized it's been like five days since I pr- I posted on Lasagna Lad, and uh, my followers are gonna be pissed. They're gonna think you're oh, dead. No, <laughs> I'm not you gonna don't... have any more subscribers. They're gonna fucking unfollow your ass. You're not oh, gonna have you gonna... when you get back. I was like the number one lasagna influencer. Yeah, you were like top one percent on uh, for lasagna based uh, posters. Yeah. Huh. I'm sorry, man. Jesus. Oh, hey. Speaking of. Ugh, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Yorick and Pimrick are whispering off to the side. I think they're talking about their god. Well, no, their god is Torm now. I, I don't think so. I think that they're still talking. Spaghetti is a god, I think, that they like. Just listen. Shh. Yeah. Oh, oh, I could just go for some pasta right now, if I'm being honest. Some ziti. Hey, Yorick, uh, quick question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Every time you pray to Thorm, can it be pronounced Thorm or is it only Thorm? I think it's only Thorm. Is it like, like, is it like some people here. say Thorm and some people say Thorm? No, I think that's that's only you. 
Okay. All right. So when you play the Thorm, um, you always have like this. Right, Thorm. Uh, you always have this symbol in your hands, and you like, <laughs> you like hold it in your hands. Do do I need like something like that? Yes, to be honest. I mean, it definitely helps to have a symbol of Torb. And there's a lot of other things where you like you could ask for help and it and that symbol will like amplify. And you know, I just happen to have and he's digging around and he's checking his pockets and everything, and he comes out with a medallion that's like silver dollar size. He's like, it's not very big, but uh but this would do the job. And it has the right-handed gauntlet uh held upright with the palm forward. And that is the symbol of Torm. So, uh, so he's got this gauntlet with his hand up and forward, and it is the symbol that you recognize from your recent studies and learning of Torm. And so he gives you the symbol, and he says, "This is your. This will be your holy symbol, at least to get you started. Uh, take this. Uh, hold it in your hands when you pray, when you need, when you reach out. Uh, it will help Torm find you. Uh, you know. And also, uh, here, here's this. And he gives you a." Um, pocket bible of torm that he uh that he was going to leave in a tab in a um in an inn uh in the in the bedside <laughs> in the, table. In the, in the, in the, yeah yeah so he, he has a, a bible of torm that he was gonna uh leave there and he gives that to you as well for you to continue studying oh uh, are you are you sure yeah yeah you just oh. yeah keep thank you just check it out and if you're ever in a dark place reach out to torm Thanks so much, Rick. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Pimrick. Yeah. You mind if I, uh, you mind if I try that bump again now that I got, uh, now I got some bling? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Let's, uh, my head's still hurting pretty bad. All right. Uh, so, uh, okay. Uh, I look over at Yulrick and I like, I, like, yeah. hold the thing up. Yeah, hold it. I, like, Ho- hold it up, yep. You can hold it yeah, up if okay. you want. And, and then I then, put my uh, hand on his head. Yep. Uh, and then try to think about... Uh, his, try to think about his... About courage and self-sacrifice. Like, okay. what has he done that's courageous? It's kind of hard to spin him getting drunk and falling down, but that's really the yeah. whole trick to this. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so, uh, hey, uh, Tom, uh, what's up? It's your boy, Bet. Uh, homie here, just, yeah, he saved my life. He's been a bit uh, clumsy for uh, uh, no reason, no particular reason. Just, you know, it's Dak, there's racks. Uh, he falls, and uh, he hit his head, and I'm really trying to help him out here, and... Uh, Oh, God, I'm super nervous right now. Uh, could you help? And uh, that's what I say. Yeah. Um, uh, roll, roll a medicine. Yeah, roll a sure. medicine guy again. Check okay. Yeah. That one. Pimrick <laughs> <laughs> goes, I don't, I don't think he's doing it right, Yorick. And Yorick. Do I need to hold it higher? Do it, should I open my eyes? Um. He- he needs more practice. He'll yeah, get it. Just, yeah, just maybe read read the Bible of Torm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, just maybe try to connect more. It's it's a work in progress. Yeah, you're right. I've, I've only known him for a day. I'm asking him. Yeah, lot, I mean, come know. on. Like, Rome wasn't built in a day. 
channeling divine powers takes it takes a significant amount of time yeah you guys got a Rome nice I uh, yeah uh, yeah Rome, um, Rome Georgia is yeah it's a couple hundred miles uh, from so I'll uh, I'll just I'll, I'll tuck the the silver dollar yeah you what, keep you keep was, that was it a necklace or was it just like a it's medallion just the do- yeah yeah it's just the dollar it doesn't doesn't have a appendix so, I'll put it in my breast pocket and then take out the pocket Bible and start flipping through it. Is it in common? Uh, it yeah, it is. Yeah, it's okay. in common. <laughs> okay. All right, so. Yeah, of course it's in common. He's going to leave it in the uh, in the inn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever okay. found it, so, yeah. Yeah, I'll start, I'll start, start reading the, the, the Torm book. Cool. You, you guys have been uh, traveling the Under Parkway with the Ricks for a couple of days now. Bert, you're getting pretty into into Torm, and you're asking uh, Yulrick a lot about it. And Pimrick and Jay are getting to be pretty good friends, throwing spears. And Pimrick likes to throw his axe, too, which Roy is into because Roy worked at the axe-throwing place in Greenville before he uh, before he got into this mess. So Roy and Jay and Pimrick are, are hanging out. They're pretty fast friends, and uh, Bert and Yulrick are also spending time. And you guys are together for a couple of days when the Ricks announce that they are coming to uh, the exit point where they will be putting you out into the world. And uh, you guys head with them and they are sloping. It's a, it's sort of a downward slope as they move down towards the uh, exit point that they know about. And you get to a place where there is a stream that is running uh, from inside the, the caverns and it is running down and then you can see actually at the bottom some sunlight shining in where this stream comes out of the mountain that you're inside of out into the world. And it's the first natural light that you have uh, oh. seen forever. No and uh, and you guys are you're wading in the stream and uh, it's about waist deep. And uh, so Pimrick is up to like mid chest for sure. And you guys are uh, moving down this stream when all of a sudden you hear a <laughs> and a boulder rolls uh, no. from the from uh from the top of this of this uh this crevasse that's been cut by the stream and slams down into the uh into the stream bed, essentially sealing the opening that you guys were going to be going through. And the water continues to flow, although the stream bed is now sealed. And you are down in the bottom of a ravine that is rapidly filling with water. And you see shining eyes appearing around the top of the ravine, looking down upon you. And that is where we're going to leave Bert. And Pimrick and Yorick today. find our heroes in a cave a couple of miles from the hornet's nest where the uh, ants seem to have drag, uh, dragged most of the members of the wedding and they were not able to get into the hornet's nest. They followed a trail of spiders into a cave a few miles away 
and they have woven through the webs that were laid down like curtains. And as they in, uh, exited the uh, the curtain maze, they came into a cavern with a large cavern. Uh, sorry, with a uh, large sort of schism between uh, right down the middle. And so the room had been cracked open. There is a deep chasm that just falls into blackness. We threw a, a torch off at one point. It just disappeared into the darkness. Uh, across the uh, across the chasm, we can see another uh, opening and continuation of the cave that you are currently in. Uh, Boot has tried to tie a rope to his pickaxe, I believe. As crowbar. His crowbar. And throw his crowbar across. So he throws his crowbar across. It hits the other side, clatters, and falls into the blackness. And that is when he hears a voice say, You almost had it. And he looks up to see the largest spider he's ever heard of looking down. And I soiled myself. <laughs> and, and you soiled yourself. Uh, you almost had it. Do we all see this, or is this just Boot? Uh, you Only Boot, because he's out on the ledge. Right, uh, right. You guys are still tucked back into the cave enough. <laughs> I probably wanted to make sure. Look up quickly. Yeah. Looks well, everybody down. roll me perception checks, please. Okay, that's so much better. And that's going to be a 14, and it is plus... Boot got an 11. One. I got 15. Enid also got an 11. All right. Uh, you guys are so, twins this time. Boot, yeah. Boot and Enid uh, start to notice some movement in and around the walls around them. You guys had already noticed that the path you came out of has been sealed up, and you are seeing little uh, arachnid eyes appearing around the uh, opening of the cage out into the chasm. Uh, Maw on the other hand, is seeing motion everywhere. Ma is actually uh, pretty convinced that the opposite wall is moving with uh, tiny little insectoid bodies. And so you guys see, uh, you're seeing a lot of motion all around you. Boop, get close to me. Yep, <laughs> I'm just gonna like slowly back up and go over to Ma yeah. and eat it. As you back up, this spider comes down the wall and just kind of bends around the ledge there. And she is now on top of the ceiling. Uh, and, and at this point, uh, Ma and Enid can definitely see as this enormous spider and the legs kind of come around the corner and onto the ceiling. And she says, I think that we can talk. Can we talk? Uh, Ma, yeah, sure. I think Ma instinctively puts her hand in front of Boot and Eden. It's kind of like... Uh, it, it's just a big spider. Who cares? I'm just a big we're, we're spider. I think yeah. talking would be the right choice here. I'm not afraid of no spiders. All you do is kill the annoying bugs. I've always liked spiders. See? All she's done is like the spiders. I think that's... I think that's nice. Let's... um, My friends tell me that you all were trying to go into the hornet's nest. Uh, is that is that correct? I just would correct. like to... Yes, we Can were trying to do that. 
yeah. What can you ask? Can I ask why you were wanting to go into the spy into the hornet's nest? Can well, I ask why you want to ask why? Well, I mean, it's just it's not a normal thing that people do. I don't think we we are in a position to refuse an answer, so I will freely answer you, Spider. Um, no, see, I don't know where she learned this. Is, we, we we seen some um, you know, big old bugs. Mm. Uh, take some people this way, and um, we think they went down there, and so we was just trying to get down there too. Oh, I'm sure they went that way. Just so you know, I'm sure they went that way. They were taken by a very bad man. They were taken by a very bad man, and mm-hmm. I have no doubt that they were taken that way. What do you mean a very bad man? It's um. His name is Terrence. It's Terrence. Okay, yeah, no, he's probably a pretty bad man. He is a bad, he's as bad as someone named Terrence would be. Yeah, I agree. I don't like anybody named Terrence. Not a single person. I like you, Spider. We think a lot alike. Well, Terrence came here about 10 years ago. And ever since then, he has been bringing in abominable bugs, aberrations. These are not bugs from our world. These are not bugs that should even be here. But here they are, taking spider jobs and driving spiders back into this corner. I sympathize with you, spider, and I'm going to help you. So tell us more about this Terrence the Terrible and where to find him and how to kill him. Oh, my gosh. Now we are talking Yes, listen, Terrence, wizard, came here about 10 years ago. He's got a a laboratory uh, in one of the caves that I used to use as just storage, but uh, that's the one that he took. And he has been able to just create these bugs from what I can tell. I don't know where they come from, but he just brings them and brings them, and now they have eggs, and they have hives, and they have webbing, and they have burrows, and they just keep coming and coming, and we have been pushed farther and farther and farther away, and now this, this area, you see this? This is all that we spiders have left. We had the whole mountain, and now all we have is this spot, because he has driven us out. Yeah, and that ain't fair. That ain't fair at all. It also ain't fair that them big old bugs is like breaking the space-time continuum or whatever the hell it is and stealing humans and eating them or whatever the hell happened when we saw that. That's um, right. We own now. Uh, you wouldn't do that because well, you're, you're a fancy spider. What? We, we would never go out and get people. If people... Came into the caves. Come on. Yeah, that's their fault. They're yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, we uh, weren't out. We weren't going to get people. Right? The spider, they, the spider's going to do. Right. Like, we got uh, to eat. I mean, yeah. you know, but we're not raiding v- villages and right. taking people in fancy clothes. Spider, you are you going to eat us? Well, Please don't eat it. That, uh, well, you guys did 
come into the cave. Now, now I'm I, just saying, like, oh, don't need a spider. I'm gonna have to argue with you. You did invite us here in a different way. Normally, if a prey of some sort just came in here on their own volition because they was curious, I would totally agree with you. Eat their ass. Make their make make them insides liquid. Whatever y'all do. But you invited us here because you wanted to talk. That's true. I it's not my intention to eat you or to have my little ones eat you either. Thank you. That's not why we came here. Not off the table, but not why we came here. Well, we well, ain't gonna things. do nothing. Well, yeah. okay. Well, let's just let's just not cross any bridges we don't have to cross. Nope. I always hated bridges. I want our cave back. Oh. I want it back. And I am willing to support you if you will find Terrence and remove him from our cave. I'm going to stop you, though, because as soon as you said he was a wizard, I already hated his pussy ass. So I'm going to kill him. Good. I think that we can work together then. Absolutely. Oh. I would shake your hand, but I don't know which one you consider a it's, hand. It's okay. It's okay. Why don't you guys have a seat and we will get you a little silk bridge over to the other side. And I'm going to have my little ones look at our treasure trove, see if we have anything that might help you. Well, that uh, would be very kind. Miss uh, Giant Spider, you don't happen to have any pants in your treasure trove? We will look for some. I'm sure we do, actually. I have no Ooh. doubt. Just wait here for a moment. And uh, within a few moments, there are um, uh, collections. There are groups of spiders. And these are good-sized spiders. They're about the size of your hand. Uh, and there's groups of them. Yeah, and they bring four web balls Right, so there's sort of these these um, like a like a like a novelty football, you know what I mean? Like the like yeah. the stuffed, uh, plush footballs, uh, and they're all made of webbing. And they bring four of them. They bring two of them to Boot, and they bring one to Enid, and they bring one to Maw. And uh, your spider friend says, "My name is Scaramar, and if." You need me, you can ask my friends. I will have them lead you where you need to go as far as they feel safe. And then they will send you on your way. That's Please, fair. Open, open your gifts. Let's see if I pick them out well. All right. All right. It's like a really weird candles nights. Yeah. Yeah, you got. It's exactly what you think. It's like, yeah, it's 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 a uh, Christmas paper, but it's really thick, and so you're tearing it apart. Uh, who wants to go first? I will. Oh yes, Enid. So you start to uh, to tear your um, you start to tear your uh, your sort of ball apart. And yours is is the largest of the uh, of the webbings that were brought out and you tear this apart and inside you find a silver shield it is a small shield 
but uh, but it is beautifully ornate. It's got like these sort of carved runes on it, and uh, it is a steel shield that is about this big around that um, that you kind of easily pick up. It's remarkably light. It just makes you feel fast when you pick it up. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It looks good on it. Say thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Who's next? Uh, Boots going to be eager to find him some pants. So yeah. So there's um starting to smell. There's yeah yeah. There's uh there's one there's one of these packages that clearly looks like pants wrapped in webbing. Like you know <laughs> it looks like old navy fold job with with webbing around it. You know like yes. Just like uh, like when they wrap the uh, like when you get it in the little sweater box and it's got the paper around it. The paper is just webs. Um and it looks like uh, it looks like pants. I think that's how they do it at Hot Topic. Yeah. I hold them up. They're my size. Hey, y'all did pretty good. <laughs> oh, we we try. We uh, we had a big selection to choose from. Don't ask. Um, I oh, I, uh, I know the answer. I ain't asking. <laughs> ain't it, Mal, can you can yeah, you mind turn around for a second? I ain't turning around. We used to take baths together. Yeah, when we were like super little. I don't want you seeing my dirty bits. Come on. Just I, see your, I see your dirty bits all the time. You just don't realize it. I don't give a crap. Ana, don't look at your brother's d- dirty bits. I'm not nope. looking at his dirty bits. I'm looking at the really big spider. I'm way more intrigued than this big spider than that little thing. But just go behind a rock so we don't have to turn away from your dirty bits. Little. That, I had... <laughs> I, 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 he goes behind a rock and he changes... And then he takes his soiled pants and just gives his his bum crack a real good wipe down and then <laughs> chucks them at Enid. <laughs> How do you like them dirty bits, perv? Puts on his new pants. She just uses her new shield to make him not touch and, her face. And, and you see that you see his dirty pants just they kind of they kind of curve and hit the shield. Is that the and, best you can do? And I'm just gonna like gently like peel them off because i assume they're they are moist so i'm gonna peel them off my shield and drop them in the ravine that's down yeah, there just disappear in your <laughs> goodbye i apologize for my children uh, yeah. i apologize for my sister and i'm gonna open my second present <laughs> you, you open up your um your second present and you find uh two leather bracers they're uh, fairly nondescript, but they are leather, and they uh, would fit really beautifully around your dwarven wrists. And you think that they, uh, you think that they would look quite nice. Oh yeah, slap those babies on. Yeah, Start definitely. Some, like, do they match the pants? They, uh, they, they do. They don't match the pants. Unfortunately, the pants, uh, the pants are quite garish. Uh, they are, uh, they are a bright orange. Uh, pant color <laughs> that makes a sneaking uh, particularly difficult, especially with a scale male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah I just start doing some uh, Hulk Hogan, like Macho Man Randy Savage, just like. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> with my new bracers. And to be fair, now you won't get shot when you're out hunting in the woods. Yeah. Or That's he will good. get shot when he's run out in the woods by like people who want to shoot him. That's fair. There's a lot of people who want to shoot poop. Yeah. Shoot. They ain't shot me yet. 
Now, that one girl you brought back and you broke her heart, I know she wants to shoot you. And I know that her four brothers want to shoot you, too. That I heard them talking about it at the tavern, like, last week. And they ain't wrong for it. No. Come on. Come on. Y'all. Stop. Wait, you heard them talking? What? Huh? I heard them talking about you at the tavern and how they wish they could come up on you at the forest and... They they'd shoot your ass with some arrows with some special like poison that they made and stuff so you would feel just as bad as you they made your sister or you made their sister feel you you made their sister feel whatever you know what I'm trying to say. Well, that's that's not good, but uh, good luck. <laughs> Oh no, they look pretty big. I mean, I could probably take a couple of them, but the other ones, you'd be on your own. I should, uh, I should probably call Bob Lane when I get back into town. We should probably talk. Yeah, we should probably talk. <laughs> Bob Lane. <laughs> Please put that on your CNTP on. Just care. <laughs> I, I it out as we speak. <laughs> there is as you got as you guys are arguing, uh, this bridge to the other side of the chasm is uh, coming into uh, into into being. It's uh, at first it's just you don't see anything, and then you start to see a few strands. Uh, of silken thread and now the silk thread is quickly weaving into ropes and you're seeing these uh just thousands of spiders running back and forth and the ropes are just getting thicker and the bridge is getting uh is getting more substantial ma don't pull your typical candles nights shenanigans open your presents all right all right i'll go ahead and open my present okay so you are working hard yeah, you, you tear your sort of uh, package open and inside you find a new wand and this oh. wand is uh, is black wand and it has kind of a handle uh, grip at the bottom and then uh, the black sort of wand oh, shaft right. and there's these tiny little hairs that oh. come out of the wand shaft and uh, and uh, Scaramar says that's that's my favorite of all the things that we have. That's and you're my giving it to me. I am. I am. Once we ate the owner of that wand, and then I found out what it was, I regretted eating her. Very cool. What's a uh, what's one of these do me for? It's a it's a wand of spider summoning. If uh, you uh, if you wave it around, yeah, you've got um, you know. You you'll have to you'll have to get used to it and work with it a bit, but you can summon giant spiders, you can summon swarms of spiders, you can summon a single spider. Can we summon you? Ah uh, no. I mean I mean if you're in if you're in the in in the caves here, yes. But okay. Um, but yeah, no, I mean I, I don't travel. I've got I've got a lot to do here. Yeah, you understand. When I was younger, maybe before I had all the kids, but um, yeah, I, I just, I, I you understand. It's uh, spiders gonna do what spiders are gonna do. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But it is, it is, it is fun, 
And well, inside the cave, and inside the caves here, it will work very well. When you find Terrence, you need some spider backup. That's how you're gonna get. Well, I appreciate it. I know my children appreciate your gifts. Oh hell yeah, I do. Thank, th- thank you, thank you for not eating us. That's the best gift. <laughs> well, careful, you're gonna need new pants again. Well, listen, I'm really going out on a limb here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going out on a limb here. Um, my uh, my young friends would very much like to eat you. I have convinced them to gamble upon you. They're wondering why after uh, watching you flail and swap it and slap at the wasps. But I think that you have potential. I think I mean, we got well, I think I got potential. I don't know about my brother. My mom's good, though. Okay. I mean, my brother just shat my pants because you talked to him. Yeah, no. <laughs> Probably I, thought you was bobbling in I'm, the rafters. <laughs> bobbling in the rafters. That I'm qu- I'm questioning my decision not to. Eat. Uh, why don't? Yeah, why don't you go ahead? Uh, we will have uh, some of my little ones will guide you as they brought you here, and uh, and you can even kind of see them on the other side of the chasm. You guys just go ahead uh, across the bridge, and. Uh, to your dismay, when you look at the bridge, it is two ropes that go from the opposite side to this side, and they have cross hatch ropes along and along. But there is no wood in this lap in this um, in this bridge, and there are no handrails because there's nothing to attach handrails to. Uh, this is a essentially a silk ladder that is laying across an endless chasm. Well, I suppose they did the best with the materials that they had. I'll go first. Oh, that's nice. Oh, you be careful. You can roll me an athletics or acrobatics check to see uh, if you make it across. Actually, uh, yeah. You can go ahead the same me. for boot. Don't fuck me. Go. <laughs> <sighs> Ten. <laughs> you uh you tell me how you're crossing this with a 10 okay so he's gonna walk up and like do the one foot on like try to get his balance and then do like one of these things and probably ends up falling over and he's on all fours and try to like climb <laughs> hold on with both it's, hands boot yes ma'am Hey, spiders, you got any more pants at the ready? <laughs> looks down. Oh, shouldn't have done that. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to die. It's going. I'm going to fall. I'm going to fall forever. <laughs> it's going. Huh. I'm going to find my torch. I'm going to find my old pants. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find the end. <laughs> at this point, his eyes are closed. He's just... Right. As, as you get to the other side, you've never seen disapproval on the face of a spider before, <laughs> but but you're pretty sure that you've seen it now. I made it. I made. It. Oh, I made it. Y'all made it. Oh, it's pretty easy, honest. Uh, not that bad. <laughs> Just uh, keep your wits about you and keep moving. You'll be fine. 
No, you go next. I'll take up the behind or whatever. Sounds good. No, you can't leave your brother alone for too long. No, he gonna die. <laughs> hey, Spider, how you doing? Name's Boot. You look great. How's... My, well, how many legs you got? I got 21. Oh, tell me, tell me how you walk across this bridge. I'm using my athletics. How big of a gap is it? I think I said it's about 12 feet. 12 feet is what I think it was. I think Ma gets a running start, and then she like steps out a couple steps on the rope, and then just leaps. <laughs> a couple across. steps and then it flies across. <laughs> Yeah. Like uses like a trampoline. Yeah, yeah, that's what it. So <laughs> <laughs> run out, jump, and then yeah, like a dive, like a springboard across. Nice. And then right. land in a three-point like. <laughs> Love it. Very nice. All right, Indian. All right. Let's that's see. Cool I got a natural twenty. Oh. <sighs> How, how do you cross I mean, I'm, I'm happy, but I'm also disappointed. I'm going to cross the bridge exactly like Gene Wilder in Willy Wonka. When he, like, dance out and then back a little bit and then back. No, just, like, where he's, like, so having some like, trouble, and then it looks like he's about to fall. And oh. then and then she just does a tumble, and she gets over to the other side. She's just like. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. All right, very nice. Looks like you're going to fall, ain't it? I weren't. I was in control the whole time. Yeah, me too. I just I was, wanted to I was make you feel bad. I, well, I, I, I don't. Good. You need to get a tougher skin. And the, th- skin. She's the, right. the three of you begin to follow your uh, spider guides deeper into the darkness. And that's where we'll leave our heroes. <laughs> All right, guys. That's a wrap for us for episode nine and for 2020 we're going to be back on january 4th 2021 with episode 10 so go ahead and follow us on your favorite podcasting app rate and review the podcast while you're there and then while you're at it go out to whatever your favorite social media platform is at the moment if it's none of them i get it fair power to you but if you like one of them find us on facebook or youtube by searching blue ridge adventures guild or if you want to find us on twitter or instagram you can find us on our handle at BragPod. again from the bottom of our hearts i want to say thank you and happy holidays from myself and my fellow cast members maddie fuller nate willette and dr andy rourke thank you guys so much and we'll see you in 2021 love it Yay, that love was it fun. That was so fun, though.